0: Mama. this is Joe. Okay, welcome to Wahine Winos. Yes, We're we so are. excited about our new name. We are. Um, we um have changed it for so many reasons that we want to address before we even begin our podcast because I think it's a better direction.
1: Alliteration.
0: It's alliteration, which Joe
1: <laughs> loves. <laughs> to the say. former teacher and me, like it's an alliteration,
0: and um, yeah, basically. We noticed over time that when we would tell people about our podcast name, 40 Sexy
1: over Conversations. Card, see, no, see? Look, we yeah, did it. We just we fucked, fucked it, up. it up. We just fucked it And
0: up. they would walk away. Like, we'd meet people and they would ask us about our podcast and we'd tell them and they would walk away. And I was like, there's no way they're going to remember. Like, they're going to get in the car thinking, yeah, 40 Sexy Conversations. And then, you know, two hours later, they're like, 40 something. And even when we asked our good friends who listened to our podcast, they couldn't come up with the name. That they- was when I was like, I'm done. Like I, Too asked, much of a I mouthful. asked Big D, who yeah. religiously listens to our podcast, as he and, should. Yeah, and I asked him what's the name for our podcast. And he said, "I don't know, Forty Sexy Underheard or something." <laughs> I was like, "Underheard?" No, Underheard. you know. And so we decided to kind of
1: like make this change. Um, wahine Wainos. Yeah, and because Wahine means how in Hawaiian is woman. Yeah, and Wainos.
0: Obviously, we are
1: all over the world as winos, and right now we are. I am drinking cheers. I am drinking Presto sparkling rosé
0: in cans that she brought to ration out. But
1: I'm responsible. Yeah, and then
0: uh, M is drinking. I'm I'm on a whole near bottle of Bonterra Chardonnay organic because I've been trying to be healthy. So I decided, like, oh well, I get really like knee deep very easily into a bottle Chardonnay, and I'm like, you know what, like. I guess I'll go organic or
1: something. Right. Again, why and winos?
0: Yeah. But I think we always, we always are going to make a point moving forward and talking about what we're drinking because the whole point of this is like a relaxed podcast where we drink and we talk. And so like, I think it is fun to share what we actually drink, even if it's kind of our staples.
1: Agreed. Yeah. we For that
0: reason. Um, and also the last reason is because we kind of learned from our, from our podcast, um, with 40 sexy I'll just call it 40 sexy it's my love is that actually like our you know we did this to kind of it started during the pandemic is a way for us to like express ourselves and um share what we felt about our lives as 40 something you're adults but actually like when we look at who listens to us it's not just people over 40 and I think that our experiences are real and valid like no matter what age you are So it kind of, like, put us into a weird um, little corner with, like, being, like, 40-something. And we did get feedback about that sometimes where people were like, oh, you know, like, what are you saying? Like, I'm 40-something and need to hear this? Like, no, like, this is for anybody.
1: And again, our new name, wahine, does not necessarily mean that you have to be a woman or Mm. or a wahine to listen to it because kane is men. Can totally listen to it. In fact, I'll, I believe I, I know a lot we of. We can our, tell
0: who listens to us. Yeah,
1: a lot of our, our listeners are cones or men, and it's so cool that they are actually listening to us. And we've actually had quite a few listens. And under when we're not even pub- we're not even um, uh, promoting ourselves except for now. Except for
0: now, that we have a thousand okay. listens and our on our podcast.
1: And now I'm in charge of our of our Instagram. Yeah. So please follow us on Wahine Podcast, Wahine, Wahine Winos Podcast, right? And I'm in charge, Joe. Joe, <laughs> she's so much
0: better, so much better. I'm sorry, I'm sorry if you followed Forty Sexy Overheard and like our Instagram was disappointing. That was on me, and I sucked. And we have new ownership now, and thank God because she's amazing. If you can check out our Wahine Winos Podcast. Um, Instagram, like it's awesome. She puts content every day. She thinks about it. Like it is so much better than what I ever did.
1: I try to keep it current, but again, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know why I do not have social media because um, I will tell you now, because I have a tendency to be a stalker, <laughs> <laughs> but. Watch I, out, watch out. But so I, follow us, but then be careful. <laughs> but I'm so glad to report. I have not been talking anybody <laughs> lately. I've just been putting our content. I want you all to know who we are, what we're about, our podcast is about. Because I feel like our podcast is a, we have a lot, we have good stuff to say. And we're funny and we're relatable. And I don't know, I would like to listen to us. So that's the kind of stuff I put on our, pod, on our uh, Instagram. So if you would follow us, that would be great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so our whole episode tonight is all about an experience that Joe had that was really funny, and we turned it into a whole thing, but I don't even think I'm going to introduce the topic until she just kind of tells her story, um, and then we'll just get into our topic, because it just all flows.
1: Right, so my story is about goat. G-O-A-T greatest of all time that's one of them (laughs) so if you are following our instagram there was this um i was at uh, ocean vodka and you'll see the pictures there and beautiful
0: pictures
1: uh, thank you but it's all tagged ocean vodka so that same night this is this is when it happened so i go to my house after that ocean vodka place with my friend jay and And
0: kardashian
1: and kardashian her other friend kardashian it's 8 p.m i go to my house (laughs) which is a freaking townhouse it's a really nice townhouse by the way i do not live in the ghettos but it's a two-story townhouse so i go 8 p.m i go to my bathroom i'm about to like upstairs my two-story townhouse i'm upstairs i'm about to go shishi or pee and i and i sit on my toilet and i look and I see a fucking goat staring at me.
0: <laughs> I'm confused. Okay, I just have to say one thing too. Like, you miss the goat because you have to pee so bad, which I totally understand. But is that one of those times where you, like, run in, you're like, I really have to pee?
1: Yes. Okay. Totally, because it's my house. I, you know, it's my house. It's a townhouse. Yes, yeah, so you're it's,
0: like, I'm running upstairs. I gotta pee really fast. I gotta pee. I
1: got right. people downstairs. They wanna hang out. Cool, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I gotta
0: go back down and get those drinks. Right, I nice. got,
1: you know, I'm a great hostess. You know, it's great. I go pee. Not this time. I'm about to sit on my toilet, and I turn around, and I see a goat staring at me, and a like a literal goat,
0: an actual goat. This took me a long time. She told me this before, but I was like, "What do you mean a goat?
1: Like an actual goat?" No, there's a goat in the doorway of my bathroom, going just staring at me. We're both staring each other down. I had I just had a couple of vodka, okay, a few vodkas, and then. I look at it, and it's looking at me. I'm about to go pee, and I scream like, "Ah!" And the goat goes, "Bah!" <laughs> I run past. Did the past... goat look scared? I don't know. Or do you think the goat
0: was like, "No, the... why are you in my bathroom?" I
1: think the goat was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?"
0: <laughs> the goat's like, "I've been chilling up here for a long time." That's I'm right. Out.
1: So I run, I run from my bathroom past the fucking goat, and the goat goes after me like. Down the stairs and I'm screaming. I'm actually screaming. I realized I was screaming the whole time. Like what
0: kind of scream? Like, ah! <laughs> like ah! you always scream with the disaster.
1: I, I and I, by the time I get down the stairs, my neighbors, M and A, the literal M are right not there. Me. Not not me. not, not, not M M-M, M but male M. They're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Because they heard me screaming from the get.
0: (laughs) I can't believe they didn't know that their goat was missing.
1: So it's my neighbor's goat. (laughs) and So the goat busted through my screen door. I don't know how long it's been hanging out in my house. So, and I don't know how, I, I walked up the stairs into my, I don't know where it was hanging out. But it was there waiting for me to go pee. (laughs) <laughs> and then my neighbors are downstairs going oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry but to be fair just a couple of weeks ago they also they had two nigerian goats in their backyard for a little bit so they they are interesting people i love them we love each other we are in good terms they really love but yeah but yeah so they their goats busted their goat busted through my screen door into my house. I don't know how long he was hanging out. It's a townhouse again. I don't live in a farm.
0: I know that's the craziest thing.
1: Yeah, no, I live in a really nice place, and so they they are apologetic and they grab the goat. But again, to be fair, just maybe a couple of weeks ago, my neighbor and I have this amazing relationship. Well, they have they they have lime trees. They have a couple, a few lime trees. And I go, I just walk to their yard and I grab the limes because I love margaritas. <laughs> but then you ha-
0: make the best margaritas. Oh,
1: thank you. I do. I make really great jalapeno margaritas. But so I go, but then I go to their yard and they have two Nigerian goats. Not the same goat that was in my bathroom. These are two different goats. <laughs> and if you've ever seen a Nigerian goat, they're fucking scary. You might want to Google that. Google that. I
0: don't know what that looks like. No, they're
1: really scary. They look like they're just staring into your soul, and they just want to suck your soul dry. No, seriously.
0: Okay, Google it.
1: No, it's really scary. I believe you. But, you know, I had to get my line. (laughs) <laughs> you like, I'm going to chance.
0: I'm going to chance it. I'm going to chance them. Chance them. Chance them.
1: I chance them. I chance them. So I grabbed my limes and I went. So by the time I realized that there's this other goat in my fucking bathroom, I kind of realized it was their fucking goat. Don't ask me why you have so many fucking goats. But those goats are no longer there. And But for some reason, they like to transition their goats in our tiny yard, in our townhouses. Yeah, so, weird. Yeah, so that that was... Yeah, I still think about that, that goat. That was interesting.
0: And the goat has inspired her entire podcast tonight, which I am excited about. Joe, like, I don't know if she thought this is going to, this, her story, which I think is so funny, was going to transpire into this amazing podcast. But I did because my main thing was the first thing when she said goat was like, greatest of all time.
1: And the, it's Super Bowl weekend. Right. I have no idea because I was like, I was telling Em, like, oh my God, Em, did I tell you about the goat?
0: No, and you did it, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm hearing this story weekly." week late. Yeah,
1: no, week late, because it was just so so fucking weird and normal at the same time where I live.
0: <laughs> I think it's more normal here than it would be on the mainland, but, like, because I feel like on the mainland, someone would, like, legitimately call, like, the humane society or something, you know what I mean?
1: Like, you knew it wasn't that, but... Um, but there's nothing, like, about to go pee, and you look over, and there's a fucking ghost staring at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty rough especially if you're not like peeing outside or something like. oh my god
1: a, and you're upstairs a,
0: what's it called like when you as a lady do that taking a there was something like weird that we used to call it peeing outside it, it sounded nicer oh no, yeah, no just, anyway, you're not doing that. You're no in your and own I
1: did, did I tell you that the the goat busted through my screen door, and that's how it got in because I live in a i feel in a very safe neighborhood. so I in in Hawaii, you can leave your doors open and it's fine, right, so i I do. I leave my 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 sliding door open and I have my screen door. The fucking goat busted through my screen door. And when, I don't know how long he was, you know, in my house, he might've been watching Netflix. I don't know. I don't know what he was drinking <laughs> he was some,
0: Netflix, Netflix, drinking some Netflix of my some wine.
1: I don't know, but he was in there. She, she, sorry. She was in there. And then the funny thing is like, she also busted it through her, through M, the other, her owner's uh, screen door. So my dad, like just a couple of days ago, I come home from work from work and, um, I see him in my garage and he's fixing my, go- my my screen door from where the goat busted through. And he was also fixing my neighbor's go- uh, screen door who owned a fucking goat. So my dad's awesome. He is. Yeah.
0: And um, he's so loving and kind. And I feel like... Um, going into Valentine's Day And with that story right, We're all about the love Heading into the speed day
1: mm-hmm. Right
0: And we're getting into this episode That's all about the goat Greatest of all time We've got some really funny stories and To I tell you well, guys That goat, I cannot it's wait goat. Greatest still of all goat. time Still goat We're sticking with the goat And we will talk about the goat all night um, Oh and I will
1: try my best To get a picture of the actual goat That was in my bathroom By the way Yeah we need and to I, I, So keep checking the Instagram Because I swear I will put it on there it's the fucking goat that was there watching me pee. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and, I actually, and, and think about how you would feel if a goat was watching
1: you yeah. and I, I, Again, I didn't end up peeing because, you know, I'm about to sit on my toilet and I look, look to the left and there's a fucking goat staring at me. <laughs> going Well, I screamed first and he went, bah! So, you know, to be fair, I might, I might have scared her.
0: Yes, but you were still very, you were still very loving in your reaction with it, and the go went
1: safely back to her rightful owners. Right, I ran, and I'm not, I'm not at all, I mean, angry at my neighbors because you know we love each other. I don't care. It's Maui. That's how we roll. And so
0: tonight, like we're all about the love heading
1: into Valentine's Day,
0: sort of. We're gonna tell funny stories, greatest of all times, funny stories. That's our our um subject tonight. But before we even get to that, of course, we have to address the fact that it is Valentine's Day on Monday. Ugh. And just a check-in. Let's go uh-huh. to check-in. I mean, I, you said or we've said Valentine's Day is Single Awareness Day. Yeah,
1: so a good friend of mine, I love him. He used to say, happy Singles Awareness Day. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, Monday, everybody, happy Singles Awareness Day. You and I, we all get each, you and I get each other if you're single, because seriously, like, nothing like Valentine's, you know, great.
0: <laughs> oh, great, but that's the funny thing to me about Valentine's Day, because, like, I have never thought of Valentine's Day as being this huge thing. It's never actually been a holiday that makes me feel bad. The holidays that make me feel bad are Christmas and Thanksgiving, so, the ho- like, Valentine's Day isn't one that triggers me very much, but at the same point, it's totally single awareness. When you go to a store and it's like you can't even get through the store without seeing like a million like valentine's displays and there's like so many ridiculous people around there' are like oh valentine's day is so important like to me it's not that important. it's a hallmark
1: holiday i think
0: it's totally hallmark holiday um you know like i don't think it has to be anything that exciting but at the same point like i have a daughter who like you know it's it's expected inside to do something so like my thing is like Oh, like, show a little love. Like, I'm going to... So, personally, for me on Monday, I'm going to spend it with my daughter. We're going to get, like, probably manny petties and, like, nice. go out to dinner. You know? But, like, I, I don't even need it to be that overblown from, like, my relations that I'm in, I'm in now. I'm not expecting anything big on Valentine's Day. Like, I don't think it's a big thing to me. So, like... But there's the other side of the spectrum. There are women out there that are like, oh, god damn it, you better do something on Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? Like, I know there are those... People, which I don't know, I'm not. Are you?
1: Like, I've never been that way, even when I was in relationships back in the past.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like no. it's, it's kind of a weird Hallmark thing like
1: I agree I mean
0: I but I do want a gesture of love because it's an it's an acknowledged holiday so I don't I definitely don't want the guy who's gonna totally forget that it's Valentine's Day like I think yeah, that's don't buy the fucking balloons do I also not don't want a balloon. a balloon
1: do not buy balloons. please no. nobody
0: nobody get a balloon ever for anyone for Valentine's yeah, Day if I were
1: 15 that'd be amazing
0: like this is our podcast and we have to say our opinions and if you're 13 and really love balloons. Scott oh, God. You got amazing. your whole life ahead of you to realize that when you're older, you will not want balloons for Valentine's Day. Yeah, at
1: 46 years old, but what do you want? Oh, wait. You're not like 46. I, but you're in your 40s. What no, do you want for Valentine's Day? I just said.
0: Like, I just want like that. Or I, I feel like I just want this. I definitely want Big D to call me and say, Happy Valentine's Day. Not going to lie. Like, I don't, if he forgets it, it will annoy me. Like, I don't think that's cool. You're
1: in doghouse. Yeah,
0: kind of. I think that would be pretty shitty. Like, if there's not any acknowledgement of it, I would be totally. disappointed. But, like, I just want, like, a phone call at this point. I, I'm in a weird situation where my man is not here. If he was here, I definitely would want something, though. Right. Like, I would want some... Like, I don't like when people don't... I think it is... Like, these holidays make me think of, like, oh, it is a time to show someone that you love them and you care about them. Like, even in the classroom, we, like, make cards for each other and we show that we care. So, I think to be with somebody who would forget that is lame. So, I would, like, expect, like, something. It doesn't have to be grandiose at all, but, like, something. Like, take me out to dinner. Give me, like, some flowers. I love flowers. Like, that would be sweet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't need to be an over-the-top I feel like there's there's people who really put this holiday to like this is being super important and spend a lot of money like, you know, on this holiday and like I don't know Absolutely. that's not for me. I, I think
1: for the younger folks, perhaps. Yeah, I think and I I believe like the stage of life that we are I am in, I I do need I I, I don't need that kind of stuff that af- that kind of affirmation. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's it's a different kind of thing that I I I would like, which is just, a more of um. Yeah, authenticity. Let's just connect and like we'll you say. Like saying. something
0: simple and sweet. Simple,
1: right? yeah. No need for ball- balloons. But Again, I think the no thought balloons.
0: the thought needs to be there of just yes. like, hey, I love you. Here's I, and the simple thing:
1: I love you, and I'm thinking about you. Hundred percent. That's it. You know, uh, yeah. No, no need to send anything else. Maybe like a video of yourself, not X rated kind. <laughs> not a dick pic. No, fuck that shit. No, no dick pics. No. <laughs> no, but like maybe like, you know, just talking and saying And then as you're talking to the camera, pretend like the camera is me. <laughs> I'm, I'm directing you. That sounds very specific. <laughs> like, no, no, no. And you're you're you you you're telling me how you feel about me, but not like what you want to do with me. Different different kind. We're not like about I love that. you. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if I'm uh, the camera person, right. I'm if like, you're looking, I'm, you're I
0: love you because you're so amazing and you're right. so smart. And so you're I'm, I'm telling things.
1: the men who are listening, this is how you do videos that you send to your person she's an expert in videos i'm so good at if them. you ever
0: get lucky in your life to get a view from her like
1: i'm very amazing. good at them because you know what you know the trick is when you're looking at the camera you think of the person so now the person feels it and like and it's real because it is right and oh my that's, God. that's the key yeah right that's the key i do that with m and and big d actually <laughs> 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 and they feel it big yeah. D, big D feels it too big, and he likes your videos more than mine because he like yeah no I'm totally thinking about you when I'm sending this video to you you're I'm here I'm with you and me that's it you know <laughs> and they feel it and it, it's like this connection and that's how you do a video by the way kind of a segue but that's what I would want if I were with my if I, if I had a person that's the kind of video I would want is you think about me and you take a video and and not a dick pic, not that kind. No. But, like, maybe, I don't know, I'm fucking walking a dog or, you know, something normal, and you're thinking about me, and I can see in your eyes, I'm like, ah, melting. Yes. <laughs> Love it. So that's how you send videos, boys. That's it.
0: Oh, my God. And I'm sorry, just those meaningful words to me, like, yes, say them, please. Um. Okay, anyway, moving on to our greatest of all time, <laughs> Which I'm so excited about. Coach. And I have dragged Joe along for this episode for yes, sure. Yes, he has. For yes, sure. I have. I have. But I think that it's going to be funny and good. So anyway, greatest of all time. We're kind of talking about love, languages, love, everything, because it's a Valentine's Day approaching. And um, that's what our podcast is mostly about. So we are doing this in a kind of starting from a bad to good way. Just you, you know, we always want to end in a good yeah, way. We so we're starting out with greatest all-time bad dates, but we're going to get to the good one. Jesus Christ. Yeah, cuz we're not negative. We're not going to like just like whine and bitch. So we're starting off bad, getting to good and moving up from there. Um okay. So,
1: do you want to go
0: first or should worst, I dates, for worst bad I, dates?
1: you know, fortunately, because we again, I'm, like, mostly, like, a long-term relationship kind of gal.
0: Yeah, you haven't been on that many dates. I've I have not. I
1: mean, I've been on dates, but it's kind of, like, so generic. It doesn't really matter. But, like, yeah, I have one. Like, in okay. my, now, the most recent one was okay. I feel is terrible. I, get, I think when you go on a date, I would like for you, as a man, to consider where the woman is in her life. Absolutely. Right? You know, I'm not in my 20s. I'm not in my 30s. And what she likes. Right. And what she likes. Consider where I am, you know, and that tells me a lot. So I went on a date and I think I've talked about it in the past and I was very kind about it. But really thinking back. (laughs) No, you were so kind. I was so kind. So kind. Uh just uh like over the top for you kind. No, so I I don't go on dates very much because I'm very I have standards. Uh, <laughs> so I, I decided to break the standard and I went on a date and I do not want to be at my age. I do not want you to take me to a fucking drums, drum circle.
0: <laughs> We're getting real specific on this day. Do not
1: take me to a drum circle. Do not take me where it's a BYOB. Do not oh fucking take me where it's, oh my God, where, I don't know. It's a BYOB. Do not do that. <laughs> So that for me is like, I just lost my female boner. So, <laughs> so my worst date ever was like recently was when this guy took me to a drum circle and um, we were, he wanted to go to a BYOB restaurant. And I'm like, yeah, no. So I ended up taking control of the... Uh, you did. Again. I feel like you
0: totally redirected. You were like, and now we're going here, right? Yeah,
1: because I was not about to go BYOB. I'm like, dude, I fucking worked too hard.
0: But I think it's more so that, like, he was just so out of touch with, like, what you would like. Yeah. and it's, Like, I don't have a problem with the BYOB. I'll put it out there for you guys that are on a budget. Like, I have no problem with a BYOB date. But I think, like, it's got to be BYOB something I want to do. Like, BYOB sunset. Like, I'm into that. BYOB, like me watching you play video games, not so much, right? You know what I mean. So, like, I don't mind the BYOB, but I think the thought is like what your date actually wants. I think that's what makes a meaningful date. Yeah,
1: and I feel like I still there's this that chivalrous thing, even though it's it's not about being a gold digger because em and I can totally fend for ourselves in that sense. But Absolutely, it, it's like the first. It's it's not about what we're seeing. It's about the the meta communication of like the whole underlying. Thing of what's happening. Right. If you're going to take me to these BYOB things, it's like you're not taking me into consideration. You're not seeing where I've been. All this stuff is already like, yeah, no. And so, it's
0: super lame to bring somebody like I think in that date situation was also like maybe this person was bringing you to where they felt comfortable. Exactly. And that's kind of lame. You know, like yeah. that's like sort of bringing a first date to meet all your friends. Yeah. Like, I think that's... Which like, is what he
1: wanted to do, by the way. Yeah. Like so, I feel
0: like that's a... Like it's like I'm, you know, like...
1: I don't know. Yeah. So that was my worst date, which is very recent. And I don't want to ever do that again. <laughs> my worst date was a BYOB sunset. I'm like, no, no. I mean, I can do that. But like, I don't know. For me now, the, that was just a really bad date. It was really bad. was really bad. It was so bad. It was so bad because it was so bad because I don't ever want to do BYOB ever fucking again. All right. Your problem was with, with BYOB. Fuck BYOB. Fuck. Byob. That's how I feel about byob. As soon as I hear that shit, I got it. I don't care if you look at Jason Momoa. Nope. No, thank you. Oh wow. No, if you're you're byob me, no. The opposite of big dick energy for sure.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right, and so my worst date that I like seriously, and now I'm like, oh my god, this might get too dark. Like I feel bad. Yours was kind of light, and mine is like seriously dark side. Um, I went on a date with somebody when I lived in Phoenix. And, um, I met, how did I even meet, I met this man, like, at my apartment complex, like, kind of randomly, like, oh, he was, so like, bad. It's, it's, so, yeah, I'm telling you, this is gonna turn to a, like, I'm sorry, everybody, this is turning into a super creepy story. Oh, God. So, I met him, like, walking around the complex, and he was, like, oh, I live in this other unit, and I was, like, oh, I live here, you know, and, like, he was pretty cute, and we started talking, and, you know, like, um, it was kind of, like, a weird, like, not initial um, attraction. So, like, we, like, kind of, like, weirdly hung out at the pool a few times. And, like, anyway, so finally he was, like, yeah, I would really like to, like, take you out to lunch. And I was, like, okay, awesome. Like, I did think he was cute and I did think something was there. But, honestly, like, this is such a warning story. I feel bad this is going to get dark. This is a warning story about when your intuition tells you, like, you sh- maybe something's weird. Like, don't go through it. So, I felt like something's weird, but I didn't know what was weird. Oh. So... I agree, like, yeah, let's go to lunch. And so we go, you know, like, meet in the parking lot because we both assumably live in the same place. Um, And I thought it was kind of weird because when we met in the parking lot, he was already, like, in his car. Uh So I was like, that's weird. Why why didn't I, like, come to your unit or something like that? But anyway, so I get in his car, and we go to P.F. Chang's for lunch. Oh, not bad. Okay, so, like, we're at lunch, and all of a sudden the lunch conversation gets super weird where he's, like, telling me, like, oh yeah, um, I could totally picture you meeting my mom. She, yeah. would, she would like, love you so much. Like it'd be so great if you'd meet my mom. Like it started to get really strange where I was like, we barely know each other. And you're like taking this to like a really deep, a really deep dark level. And then it layered more where he was kind of like, I don't really have a good relationship with my mom. And I was like, there are so many red flags in the state. Like, like I I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Just leave. Like, I felt really bad, but my intuition got really, like, it was, like, the alarm. Like, you think your alarm clock oh going off. God. Like, this guy, something's wrong. Serial like, I
1: killer. To do. Serial killer. Yeah.
0: And my friend actually lived sort of near the P.F. Chang's. And I, like, it was such an uncomfortable situation where I felt like this guy, I don't want to, like, even ask him for a ride home. Like, I just want out. So, I'm sorry. Like, so, I went into the bathroom, and I literally, I called my friend who lived nearby, and I go, I'm on a horrible date. I'm actually going to, like, climb I'm going to just leave the bathroom from P.F. Chang's and I'm going to walk to your house or maybe you could come get me. And she was like, no, of course I'll come get you. And I'll like, but we need to like hide. Like, I'm not going to stand in front of the P.F. Chang's. Like, I'm going to like walk down the, you know, the block or so. And then like, you'll pick me up. And she was like, of course. And so I just actually she, completely you, left
1: this guy. You climbed out. You escaped.
0: I escaped from the P.F. Chang's bathroom. I actually thought I was so scared on the state that I actually considered climbing out of the like weird window.
1: That's what I then thought. Then I you were realized that about. was
0: totally unreasonable. I was like, or I could just walk out the front door and it's such a busy restaurant, no one will notice. That's me freaking out, like in my panic. I was like, I think I need to like climb out of the window, but then I was like, no, I'll just walk out. So I walk out. Anyway, she picks me up. And I so I left the guy at the PF Chang's. Just didn't explain it and was like, "You creep me out so badly."
1: It, is it clear?
0: No, listen. It really, it really was. So
1: for real, kind. So
0: then, like, okay, ladies, like that are young and dating, and like we have daughters young. When you go into this world, don't make them stay excited. I did not realize that actually this guy had been hanging around the apartment complex that I lived in like for some reason and he didn't actually live there Mm -hmm. and I had given him enough information in our conversations like oh I live in 3b or whatever the number was like he knew where I lived right
1: oh my god so
0: I bail on the state and then happened to be going back to Chicago first I think it was like spring break or something like a week later so I left my apartment complex or I left my apartment and um didn't You know, like, think of him, but I, you know, I was like, I would never do this to somebody unless I felt like they were super creepy. Anyway, this fucking guy, after I left, um, actually tried to break into my house through an upper window in the middle of the night, and my crazy neighbor who, like, is a cat lady and really one of those people who's, like, aware of everything that happened, like, saw him, like, literally climbing through the top window and called the police. Oh, my God. And he was arrested for trying to break into my apartment in the middle of the night. That's. And. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, luckily, I wasn't there. But I, and, you know, like, I was only 24 when this happened. Mm. I didn't think, like, of how scary that actually was. Like, I actually, like, dumb like, came back a few days later. The police didn't even contact me. She told me. When I, like, came back, she was like, did you know that I called the police because someone was trying to break in? And, like, my window was broken. I didn't know. Like, I found out you know, like, only because she told me. And I was like, I can't believe somebody tried to, like, he tried to break into my house. And um, it's just weird thinking back that I still just stayed there. I don't even know what happened to him. I don't know if he went to jail or not or whatever. I was never even involved with anything, so probably he didn't and probably he's just out there on the wild. But I'm like, what a creep that you tried to... Break? Like, I mean, just the thoughts now of like, Dude, what, what was he going to do? Like, he's going to break in home, and kill me? Right? He's going to break in and rape me? I uh, mean, there's, for no, real. there's no good reason to break in someone's house at three. Like, yeah, for, you for know, no like, good reason. You're
1: not going to sit there and talk about your life.
0: No, like something no. dark was going to happen. It's just weird to me now that I think about it. And I'm like... I still stayed in the apartment. Like, if, if my daughter told me something like that happened, I'd get be the like, we are there. breaking your lease. Yeah. Like, you are moving somewhere else. Like, I was so stupid. I was like, oh, I'm just going to still live here, but hopefully he doesn't come back, and which he didn't. But, like, that was, I guess, the reason I put it as my greatest all-time worst date was just, it was such awakening to me of, like...
1: How naive you were. But only now.
0: Like, at the time, I was still, like, an idiot. Like, I was like... Yeah. I didn't really even think it. I mean, I I was upset, but I don't think I... Registered now as I am as a parent of a daughter, of how upsetting right. that is. Right. You know, and I hope, I mean, I think like the neighbor actually was funny, funny. I would call her an old lady. She was probably 35. I mean, she was probably in her 30s. Who knows? Like, my 24 year old self thought she was older. So but funny. I think she actually followed up again and she was like, oh yeah, do you know he had all these priors? Shit. So when they got him, he's, cause in Arizona at the time, they had like, well, the, there was like laws of the streets, three strikes are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he had enough strikes. So I think he actually might be in. Jail for a super long time after that like it was his
1: Uh, thank god
0: yeah but it was it wasn't even like something i worried about until she randomly told me like that's what happened like it's just weird to me that i came back and i was like oh i'll just still sleep here like just dumb but yeah anyway that's my worst date
1: yeah, no, I cannot top that. <laughs> I
0: told you we're going to be blown. Yeah, oh my, my worst date was
1: a fucking drum circle that was BYOB. Go fuck yourself.
0: Well, yeah. I always get myself fairly in bad situations. So Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. And again, this goes back to, I, I, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Next. All right.
0: Anyway, moving on to best date. Oh. Best date.
1: Oh, my God. it's The best date. I'm going to take this over. Yeah. It's very recent. Um, oh, was, yay. Yay. Yeah. It was so awesome. Um, I can always refer back to it. It was a 24-hour date, and dude took me to, like, five different restaurants. I don't know. Anyways, bars. and Maybe, was, like,
0: 24.
1: Whatever. It was a 24-hour date. You're, like, a 24-hour date. I'm like,
0: I think there was 24 restaurants in
1: there. Oh, I mean, something like not that. Yeah. No, it was so cool. Like, we totally hit it off. Like, we, he got my sense of humor. I got his. Like, it was really cool. Yeah, no, it, it was just such a flow. It's so nice to be in it on a date that's unexpected and just flows. So, yeah, that, that was cool. Uh, again, be, the difference between him there and me just ended that. But the fact that it was just the best date because, I don't know, you know, 24 hours of going to five different restaurants and just chit-chatting the whole night away. It was awesome.
0: It's so nice to connect with somebody, too, that, like, maybe it's unexpected and all of a sudden you have this great...
1: Yeah, no, no, I can chalk it up to, I did that, I did that, it was awesome, it was really cool to, like, to connect with somebody on that level. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my best date, I think. I mean, I've had other amazing dates, I mean, my ex-husband and I had an amazing date, so my ex-husband and I had another 24-hour dates.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, no, he and like I. It's like a thing for you.
1: It's a thing. Yeah, I'm surprised that this guy didn't end up leaving my husband, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, the, the one before that was, ended up being together for 15 years. It was another 24-hour date, and uh, it did not include sex. It was amazing. Uh, it, it was just cool. Like, you know, we he showed me around his his, uh, his where he grew up. I met some of his friends, and... It was just up in the mountains, and it was just really cool to be in such a different place in the Bay Area where it's all city.
0: Yeah. And then
1: he, I got to meet, I got to meet his friends in a different part of the Bay Area, what you wouldn't normally know if, unless you're from there. So yeah, we totally hit it off and we were together for 15 years.
0: So maybe it sounds like actually that second date was better, like the one with meeting friends versus like the food, right?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean I the, mean if you really think about it now. Sure, I suppose so, right? Thank you for putting I, I if you put that in perspective, sure. Like you where, I'm like,
0: we're doing greatest of all time. The you gotta great, pick one. You're right,
1: the greatest of all time was because that twenty four hour involves like a lot of meeting friends and like yeah. connection.
0: More so like I mean the food is amazing and like that's amazing because it's like all the food and drinks, but like there's different with its connection.
1: Right. Yeah, no it my It sounds I,
0: like the other one was more like connection. My
1: ex husband we were we were just straight on, right away. It was like full like yeah, it was 100 like miles an hour. Like, meet my friends. 100 miles an hour from the get. It was like, you meet my friends, you meet where my background is, you you see my dark side. Well, the dark side he wanted me to see. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it didn't end. I, our first date never ended until, like, 15 years later. So that was the best date. Thank you for putting it in perspective. The second best date was the most recent one. The recent reason. one, yeah. Yeah, but that was more the adult best date.
0: Yeah, and I feel like my... Date, two that I'm going to share that's my greatest date actually doesn't involve a lot of connection. It's more like the show, which I think that, like, actually, really, if I talked about, like, a really sentimental, like, first, like, dating experience would be different. But I will just got to share this. Um, I was super into the Cubs, like, really a crazy Cubs fan for years. I still kind of am. But the biggest thing is that they hadn't won the World Series in 108 years. And it was, like... Um in two thousand sixteen they were in the World Series. It was huge to me. Like I took off work, which is crazy now thinking working for the state, how hard it was at the time to take off private school. But we had a really cool principal at that time. And she I was like, lies. I was she like, was I'm, awesome. I'm taking off a week and I was I will she literally awesome. walk off the job if awesome. I can't. Like I have to be in Chicago to see the World Series. And I was dating a guy at the time, and I was like, Oh, I'm going. Like I'm 100 percent going. And he was like, Oh, okay and then eventually it turned into like i got him really into it and he's like i'm going to and i think the craziest thing about it was that um he came he well okay so like i could obviously go to chicago and just like celebrate you know the cubs on my own but he he got he did, made it all so much swankier like we got a hotel right next to like Wrigley Field we um really Enjoyed the games and everything, and like that was really, really thoughtful. Because I feel like we've talked about like how like it's important to have a connection on a date. And let me say that this this relationship went nowhere, nowhere,
1: nowhere, nowhere. But as
0: as far as the thoughtfulness
1: of a date, right? And We're talking be, about like, the this, greatest, yeah, yeah. The like, dates.
0: This is just a date, like the thoughtfulness of like, oh, this is like what this person is really into, and I'll be into it too because they are right, like. I, I haven't had that experience like that was just as far as dates like wow like you're gonna really like you know go and do this experience with me which is like a little crazy like I like this one team oh and my you're god
1: do it totally and I think that's what dates is about it's like you're you're gonna do this experience with me keyword with at that moment me. and it doesn't yes. mean that it's gonna be a relationship later no. but this was this is just dates and it's like that was like crazy that right and the first. Two dates I was talking about It's because we did with me, like, you know, like it was the same thing. It's that, that connection and it, it doesn't need to, like, last forever. No. No.
0: Just greatest date. This is but your greatest moving date. to our
1: next character right now.
0: Okay, so like I said, we're going from worse to better. So our next one is greatest heartbreak, but, oh. heartbreak, but it's going to be followed by greatest loving. experience.
1: So my greatest heartbreak, I got to say my one that got away. I'm going to say his name just because I know he's not listening. Okay. So his name is Raul. Raul. I love how you said that. I know. I am mean, I mean, like I said in the past, and like I like to reference our past, past pod, podcast. Like I, I, I tend to not date Filipinos. Not, not that Raul is not Filipino, but like I, he, he's this amazing man. Anyways, he was just amazing, and um, he's my one that got away, and um, so I just lost my train of thought. What was it again? <laughs> one that got away. This is biggest heartbreak. The biggest heartbreak. I was such a bitch. I gotta say. I I feel that I'm a good human. Like, for the most... Yes, mo- you are. Thank you. Like, most of my life, I try to do good. This one time in my life, there was a moment. I was 24, 25 years old in the Bay Area. I was not the best human in the world. And um, Raul came into my life at that time. I was not so nice to him. And he was just so kind. Like, the most amazing man. And um, he he was the biggest heartbreak of my life because... Yeah, I think back. I'm like, fuck. I wish, I wish I was nicer. If I mean, not that you know. I he was just such a good human, and I, I, I did him dirty. I never cheated. I, I. That's not who I am. It I, just
0: ended badly. Yeah, no, no, right? no, no. I, I don't
1: cheat. Like, but I, I just I could have done it differently. and the way I did was really heartbreaking for him. But I was so immature that I did not know how to end it cleanly. So I did it in the Maybe way. Maybe that,
0: that's why you know how to end it cleanly now though in relationships. Thank you. Maybe you had the shitty experience where you're like, That was really shitty, I never want to do that again. Yeah,
1: oh my god, it Because now you're like It haunts I me. I never wanna do that. Like yeah, what I was twenty I was twenty four. I'm like I'm gonna be forty six. That's so twenty years later, I that freaking haunts me the way I treated him. Not that again, not the cheating. I never was not, No, just the way that it ended. Like, yeah. like
0: the break like
1: I was never abusive and never called a thing. I'm so I'm I could have totally, like, ended it. I could have said, hey, I'm just not ready for what you're ready for. But instead, I was such a fucking bitch. I mean... I can totally relate. No, I mean, I can still remember how I ended it. Like, it, it's, like it's a actual... It, like,
0: haunts you because you're like, it's oh, my God, haunting. I was such an
1: asshole. It, it's, I can still remember the street corner. I rent you know, it's like, it's called, it's called PTSD. Like, I have my own PTSD that I created for myself. It's more complex PTSD. But as a therapist, I really see that as a complex PTSD. Like, I can see what time it was in Berkeley, California. See how I can still describe it. But no, it was he was that's my greatest heartbreak because of how I ended it. He did not deserve that and I feel yeah. like a horrible human and I, I you know, I'm sure I'm But that hoping.
0: ends up to be that worst heartbreak is like how somebody didn't end right or Yeah, he know?
1: did not deserve the way I did that. You know, I I could have been so much nicer and I was just such a an asshole. So anyways that and is that's And that's my... horrible.
0: yeah, it's it's horrible to like have to think of like, oh like I didn't do that well. And like now that we're I feel like we're older we can be forgiving of ourselves. Mm. Oh my god, totally. Have you met any other twenty-year-olds? Because a lot of them are assholes.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm like,
0: I feel like you know, like we're it's okay that when you were younger in your twenties, like you I think did I, this, but it yeah. is hard to forgive. I'm totally no. with you that it is hard to forgive. Like in yourself, you're like, this yeah, is not literally. how I would do this. Like this is terrible that I did it at the time, but at the time, it was your best.
1: Yeah, at Ever. the time, I think I, I, I honestly think because I feel like I'm a good human, and I feel like that was the only time in my life where I was such a fucking horrible human. I, am I'm, I'm still working on honestly forgiving myself and uh, on with that. And a couple of listeners of ours know what I'm talking about. They were there with me when I went through this period of my life, and um, I appreciate that they are listening now, and they know how um, how that was. That was really terrible. So for me, that was the greatest heartache because of how I handled myself. I, I wish I had more integrity. I wish I had more courage. I would never do that now. So that's where I met with that. <laughs> well, at least you have one. Yes.
0: now I'm like, now that you framed it that way, I'm like, I had, I mean, I, okay, so I'm going to quickly do my, because it's supposed to only be one. But I had a similar situation with you with like, I dated somebody for 13 fucking 13 years. You've
1: talked about him before. Yeah.
0: And like we never really amounted to anything, but like the sad thing is that like um I moved to Hawaii in a way because I didn't know how to break up and I was like I got to like get away. So I just moved here. Yeah. And then he sort of like like came here too. Like he tried to come out here and he was like totally willing to move. And I was, like, I knew that I had, like, shifted and moved on to a different situation in my life where I needed to be rid of this relationship. But same as you, like, I didn't handle it well. Yeah, no courage, no integrity. Like, I should never have let him even come or make the plans if I knew that's what I thought. But I feel like I just couldn't even have the courage until he actually came here and it was horrible. Like, he came and then, like, I didn't really have... It just ended horribly. Like, he left because I was, like, I was a jerk,
1: you know? Yeah, you were an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the worst heartache is when we know that we were not the best humans that we could have been.
0: Yeah, so I think there's that. And then I think my only other thing I would say is that like, you know, recently I was really I was really heartbroken the other way because most of my heartbreak has been like, oh, like I feel bad about this, whatever. Like the other side of it recently for me was like really rough. And I'll just say that it knocked me down a lot of notches where it was very, very hard for me to come back from that. And... But what I have learned from that is that that was never healthy then. You know what I mean? Like, that situation was not healthy for me. And to, like, not be in it anymore is good to be out of that. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, heartbreak is the worst. I feel bad for anyone. If anyone's going through that right now for Valentine's Day, like, it will will end no matter what. Like, we've moved on. Like, heartbreak ends. But it's the worst feeling.
1: But I think, you know, now that we're speaking about this, I feel like I'm kind of uh, realizing... The reason it's such a, the biggest heartache, again, it's because for me, I know that I did not do the best that I could. Like, yeah. I'm a better human than what I did. Yeah. That's why it's the biggest heartache because I can't let go. It's of more a like,
0: judgment on yourself.
1: It is. You know, we're, this is why I can let go of my marriage. I can let go of a lot of things because I know... I, when you I,
0: were the best person that you were in that. Exact. Like, it's not your fault. When yeah. I know
1: I've been impeccable and I've done the best that I can, I can let it. And it doesn't end the way I'd hope. I can let it go because I've done the best that I can. Right. And I think there's an, only certain spots in my life where, fortunately, uh, that I, I don't do that. I didn't do that. And I'm hoping not to ever do that again. But who knows? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm open. <laughs> I'm a home I'm human. No, we're better people. Now. I'm human. But, yeah, no, I think that's the biggest heartache is when we know in our that we did someone else wrong. Yeah, because we were not the best humans that we can. We were not raised that way when we were going against how we were raised.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree.
1: Because But
0: it's two different things. One is like someone shatters your heart. The other is that you feel regret about shattering someone else's
1: heart. I think, at the, so they're uh, yeah. They're kind of two different the, the, things. The latter is harder for me. You know, where I'm I'm. I'm, 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 the, I'm shattering the, somebody else's... Me too. Yeah. Me too.
0: Except for... Except for... My only exception is that recently when my heart was so broken on the other side, that's the first time I've ever experienced that. And it was really... It was really, really, actually really hard on the other side. But I think they're both. And I'm not proud of like how I, you know... But, yeah, like, more it's so the judgment, I think, on yourself. Yeah,
1: yeah. because, you know, you, you know you could, have, you could have done better, but you didn't for some whatever reason. And that's, it's, like, really forgiving yourself for, wow, I, I'm sorry that I did that. Because you were in 20 and you were an asshole.
0: Yeah. Like, I will just go back to, do you see the 20-year-olds now? Right, Because they're no. all assholes.
1: <laughs> and then there's that. And then <laughs> I'm hoping at 46 almost I will not do that, you know. We expect better, Joe. I'm I'm hoping get better. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Next, okay, so next
0: Best. is so next is the opposite. We're gonna that, end not on the a high heartbreak. Note. we're, no, end we're on not high even. We we still <gasps> have two more. So I'm like, we gotta like get through this. Yeah, we went on about that heartbreak for a long time. The so next thing was actually the most the most love the greatest of all time. Like love you felt like a gesture that someone's done to make you feel like really loved.
1: Oh my god. So my ex husband. Honestly, this is why I stayed married for 15 years. Because you know as much shit talking as I have done i don't feel like i've done too much about him but he's done a lot of good shit like he was the only one he gave me this he surprised me for my 30th birthday and he shut down we used to own this, this business and he turned our business or the place that we used to own and he made it into like a party spot and he we had like a we had like like uh, uh, what is that like fire dancers and shit like and we had like at least 20 30 people there the cops even had to come to like shut down the party oh like, shit it was it was, yeah 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 it was so cool like he did it supposedly for me but now hindsight it was for him as well but at the moment it felt like wow this is so cool like this man this is before we had babies together and i think that was part of the reason it was be- before babies before babies
0: oh that's such a romantic time
1: oh no right and this is why i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have you baby yeah <laughs> baby because you did this because Aww. he did this because yeah. he like he threw the surprise party because he was like what you've never had a surprise party in your life I'm like yeah no and i was what? turning 30 and he like he took him like months to plan it it was so cool, like, like so many people, like, came in to play, and he was the one that was, like, the head of it, that made it happen, I don't know, I still remember it, and I appreciate him for that, and this is why we were married for 15 years, because he would do these things that, mm-hmm. like, showed, the, he did care for me, we just had different... Of course he did, he yeah. He did, he still does, and I still for him, but we just have different life, life goals, lifestyles, life beliefs, all this stuff now, and we're matured, it's cool, we can let go of each other, but... Yeah, back so that was thirty. That was like fucking shit. That was like six, 16 years ago. Ah! <laughs> so sixteen years ago, he threw me this party. That was like the best, most romantic, the greatest of all time, romantic like um, act for me.
0: Aw, okay, well that's super amazing. And I was gonna say I've never, I've never had that experience in my life except for having my daughter. Um, Would be like the greatest experience of like love, which like is one thing. But I do, I do want to acknowledge. Mm, oh my god, no! What's the greatest? Or like, I don't know. I just feel like okay. I'm gonna move on from this. <laughs> like, just like I think, like for me, like I've never felt more love than having my daughter. Yes. But okay. But I did have one thing. Like now, I'm like I do want to share this one thing. My big connection in something that's important to me is like how much I love my grandma. Yeah. Like, she was my favorite person in the world. Like, when she passed away, I was, like, Mm. beyond devastated. Yeah. Like, really. She was the person who showed me unconditional love throughout my life. Like, I felt like nobody else did but her. So, like, my relationship with her was so important. Mm -hmm. And um, she lived in Hawaii. She lived Mm -hmm. in Oahu. So, like, I would come visit her. And a lot of everything and the reason I'm here is because of her. Because, like she would tell me like you can be whatever you want and you can do whatever you want and like you know like maybe one day you can come to Hawaii like she would just open my eyes to, like other she ideas other open, than like my yeah. family's very traditional like no you should just stay in the midwest and become a lawyer you know right. that's what they wanted and I was like I don't think I want to become a lawyer or nothing wrong West. with that but, like there's nothing else for me then if nobody else wants that like who else do I have and she was like no, do whatever you want and be here and do this. She you know, gave like you permission to be something me, else. Yeah, and it was huge. And I feel like that she's the biggest part of why I'm in Hawaii because, like, I, I feel like her spirit and her love of this place was, sure. like, important to me. And, you know, um, and so anyway, I just, um, I feel like as far as, like, the most loving thing I ever felt was, like, mostly her. But I did have um, somebody who brought me To, like, this actual replication of, like, what she was. Like, I I shared with him about, like, this particular Mai Tai place that we would have together. I mean, I was a kid. But, like, she would have a Mai Tai and I would sit there. And, like, this particular hotel. And it was, like, a really nice surprise that, you know, that happened. But I I don't think that the love was from him. mm. I think the love was just the recreation of her,
1: honestly. Yeah, that, that window of possibilities. Yes.
0: And speaking of possibilities, because we're running out of time, and um, we're going to talk about marriages.
1: Oh, my God. So, I
0: got a negative one, and you have a positive one. So, th- so I should do the negative first, go for right? It. Go,
1: go, go. We got to end on a high note.
0: Yeah, because we got to end on a high note. All right, I'm just going to say this. I have a whole thing. I've never been married. I say that on broadcast all the time. For various reasons, I've never and been married. And if you were
1: ever to be married, I will be maybe not the maid of honor, but I, I'm, I'm totally down with being like that, like that. One of the bridesmaids. Oh way. no!
0: But you're gonna die for my story because then, like, this is the whole thing. So, like, I've never been married, and um, I went to a wedding one time, and it was like my best friend at the time that we were 28, and she was getting married, and it was like a whole thing. Like, we had to go on a cruise before, which was like a lot. Like, nice. I was like, I was making um, twenty four thousand dollars a year, and but, but like, back then that like, was a you're lot. Like, come on the cruise. But back and then I'm, that was what doable, the hell? and I had like a terrible roommate. There was like a lot of like drugs involved and like just crazy things on this cruise. Then we had to go to the wedding, which was at um, Pebble Beach, which is like this really big. Florida? No, Pebble Beach is in um, California, North like California? or yeah. something. Oh, oh man, oh. I don't know. It's somewhere really We're nice. I'm not a golf person, so like this is like this really famous like California beach place. Oh, and sure. so we like go there like for this whole golf golf course wedding, and. I just was like, I realized at that point, I'm like, I just, something struck a chord with me. I was like, I'm not that like bride. I'm not, I'm never going to be a bride. Like I'm not the bride type. Like I don't think I even want to be a bride. Like fuck all the shit. And I was a bridesmaid. I was literally the worst bridesmaid. I love
1: being a bridesmaid.
0: Oh my god, okay, so we are so opposite on this. Like she was like, be a bridesmaid and like go get measured at Macy's and figure out this whole outfit. And I was like, I fucking hate this maroon outfit and I don't want any part of this. And like everything went wrong, like the bridesmaid dress didn't fit me, and it was just like all sound like me being the misfit in the wedding. And um anyway, like we we go to this wedding like rehearsal dinner and I'm trying to really like play the part at the same point I had gotten engaged and disengaged in the same year so I was pretty heartbroken like going into this I was like I thought I would be married but I'm not so like I was not in a good place and then we go to this wedding and like oh my god we like went out and I like was on this patio talking like late at night and like I don't even know how to describe the story basically like we were being loud and like There was so much drama. Her brother, like, dumped water down on, like, people talking. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, like... It was, like, the biggest, like, nightmare for, like, oh, like, trying to, like, have this wedding be fun. A Jerry Springer show. Yeah, total fucking Jerry Springer show. And, like, the next morning it was, like, oh, but still go to this wedding. And I was, like, I really fucking hate this wedding. I hated the dress before. I didn't like the cruise. Now I'm at this, like, third fucking thing. And now, like, this guy had, like, dumped water on me the night before. Like, I'm so done with this whole fucking experience, but I'm a fucking bridesmaid, so I guess I have to, like, play this part. And, like, it just got worse and worse. Like, she was... I don't think she's listening to has something to go with this. She was like a a huge bridezilla, Like the Oof. worst bridezilla I've ever encountered. Like she looked at me at one point and she goes, I paid $10,000 for flowers to be from here to there. And they are not there. Can you please get off your ass and find out why they're not from there to there? <gasps> and I was like, me personally, I'm supposed to go talk to the people that do the flowers? Like I'm like, okay. Like I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, all right, I'll go talk to them about like why they figured out the flowers. Oh anyway. My God. Main point about this story, because I do still love this friend, but I will just acknowledge that I think she was a bridesmaid. <laughs> it a... happens. It but happens. the main thing is just, like, I decided at that moment I will never make anyone, if I ever get married, I will never make someone be a bridesmaid that has to, like, wear the dress and do I the I would things. love to wear
1: the dress. I know, and some people would. And
0: I wish we had more time on this podcast. So I'm like, I have so much to say about this topic, and I'm trying to be quick.
1: Another podcast. Yeah, another
0: podcast. But anyway, that was, like, my worst experience, where at the end I was like, I will never do this. And I will, like, sorry, I feel so bad because I'm actually friends with this person still. But, like, I'm like, I never want a wedding like this. And I never want to make anyone do this. And, like, fuck this entire thing. And I was literally such a jerk. I'm just going to end it with this. So after the wedding, we had to get on this party bus to get back to the thing. And, like, some people felt like their bridesmaid dresses were important i was like give me the fuck out of this bridesmaid dress and me and this other bridesmaid were on the same with this horrible maroon shit we're like get this off and we stripped it off so she nicely kept hers in a bag and took it home i threw mine in the garbage in the party bush not good like this bride hated me she was like you threw my
1: bridesmaid dress but you paid for it you could
0: have made it into a nice shirt i was like no never am i gonna wear an ugly ass maroon shirt with like no, I, I was so done. So anyway, long story short, never invite me to bridesmaid in your wedding.
1: Well, okay. I'm terribly behaved. Well, I hope to get married someday again, because I love being married. Um, <laughs> but the best wedding, and you have such a positive. I do, and no, no, my even my own wedding was amazing. I, I just love. I'm just. I don't. Know, I'm not jaded yet. So greatest of all, um, goat. It's the goat. Greatest of all wedding I've ever been to, unfortunately, was not mine. It was this like it was just so cool because we were just invited to this wedding. They were like, yeah, and we didn't know it was a wedding. That was cool. They were like, hey, that's awesome. Come to a barbecue. So like, all right, cool. They're just like you know, dress nice, whatever. All right, so we go, and then we no gifts, nothing. We just come to a, just come to a barbecue, and we usually go to this person's place anyway. So barbecue, so it was no big deal. So we go to their property with, they have a property and then we go to this place and then all of a sudden, like it was, it felt different. There was like, and these people know like hundreds of people, but there was only like 20 people or 30 people that was invited that we knew of. I mean, it was just weird. It was all of a sudden, as soon as we got through the gate, I'm like, okay, something's different. Yeah. But all of a sudden it was just so cool. Like nobody knew that it was a wedding. Like they didn't ask for a gift. And all of a sudden, they were, like, there was this person saying, hey, you got to stand here, you got to stand there. Like, what the fuck's happening? Like, nobody knew what was happening. It was such a surprise for all the guests. And all of a sudden, like, the bride, which we didn't know was a bride, was on a horse with her daughter on a horse. And it was just the coolest thing. Like, and then Aww. and then the person that was officiating the wedding was this, like, was this Hawaiian guy. And he, he like, he said such an amazing, amazing thing. It was just beautiful because nobody knew what was happening and it was just really you could tell it was like we would just want to get married and it's just for you guys and for us and you want you we want you to witness it no no gifts needed and the cool thing was the food was amazing it wasn't even catered it was this local fisherman with like local like lob the hawaiian lobster and it was the it was the um the 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 husband that was cooking the the lobster it was just it was so chill it was so chill. When I get remarried, I want it so like chill. that. That's it. Chill. So thank you guys for listening to our podcast
0: of Goat and Greatest of All Time. Um, follow yeah. us on our um
1: Wahine Instagram,
0: Winehouse Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, it's new to us, and we love you guys, and we love our, we love your feedback.
1: And yeah, thanks for listening, and thanks for following us on Instagram. Yeah, aloha, aloha.